Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Today is Wednesday. The time is about 4.30 p.m. Redian, uh, Wednesday, uh, time is about 4.30 p.m. Redian MPC has been conducting Zoom calls from our conference call from past 10 years. And if you have any questions and if you're a newcomer, please let our team know you're a newcomer. And if you are a newcomer, please put your camera on and put let our team know that you're a newcomer. Vijay? Yeah, thank you. Uh, hi, Rahul. I have, I have two questions. Question number one, my... I'm, I got applied for 85 in October 2020 and my priority date is January 5th, 2012. I didn't get the GC yet. Uh, I'm with the same employer who ever applied my GC. I still have mm-hmm. H1, but it is not stamped. I went to mm-hmm. India and traveled back on advanced parole. Now I'm about mm-hmm. to extend my EAD. Now mm-hmm. it is asking a question there. What is my p- present immigration status so i entered an advanced parole so do i need to write h1 or parole h1 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 okay my second question rahul um as i told my my priority days is january 5th 2012 with the la- recent bulletin eb i am a downgrade candidate actually eb3 i applied but i entered mm-hmm. filed to go back to eb2 but they didn't accept the 485J at, for EB2 upgrade. But now with the latest bulletin, uh, they moved the EB2 dates to... I am pretty aware of the latest visa bulletin. Right. Now okay. I want yeah. to go back to my EB3, basically, because my EB3 is still current. How do I go mm-hmm. back to EB3, Rohan? File a 485J supplement to reverse it again. Oh, okay. Uh, J for EB3, right? Yes. Yes. Okay, actually, initially, B3 is a concrete. I know you file. told me that. You told okay. me that. Okay. Next okay. person. Okay. Nice. Thank you. Hi, Rahul. Um, I applied for the uh, green card via uh, EB2, EB3 downgrade in October 2020. And uh, okay. I-140 is approved in the premium processing. Mm-hmm. I also mm-hmm. interfiled in the California Service Center. They, they okay. got the receipt notice for that. And uh, that was through the previous old company. With the current mm-hmm. company, I applied labor mm-hmm. 140. And uh, in EB3, uh, I got uh, 140 approved. And I applied straight I-485 with them also. So initially, okay. it went to um, NBC. And both the applications got transferred to Texas. Then What's after, the priority date? Yeah. Priority date is May 2011. So after that... Uh, yeah. In uh, in August or something, it went to NBC and to the field office. Uh, last week, I got the green card. 
the issue on that is, uh, I'm not sure if it is issue or not. On the back of the green card, it has the old uh, company's uh, application number, I-485. And I received the 485J approval also, which is stating new company's uh, uh, company name and city. Okay. So, What's your question? Yeah. You got the green card with the old company. Uh, so, the but the 485J is showing the new company's name. That's is that okay. okay. Ignore the 485J. Mm -hmm. Okay. Just you got the green card with the old company. Old company. Whatever the receipt mm -hmm. number is on the old company, right? You're good. You're okay. Good. So, so, I can... Can I, should I work with them for the next six you months? You can do whatever you want. You can flip a burger in McDonald's. You okay. can work with the old company. You can work for the new company. You can be a Google CEO or you can just sit <laughs> at home and do nothing. <laughs> next person. Ritz. Yes, hi, uh, Rahul. Um, I want to join a new employer uh, on the GC EAD. My I-485 <laughs> is uh, going to be 180 days uh, in a few weeks. And my I-40, 140 is premium process already approved. Uh, okay. So there's a three, I have like three small questions regarding the EAD because I'm hearing mm -hmm. information from my current attorney. Do I need my new employer to do I-485J or anything? Even if, even though I want to join on EAD, not H-1P transfer. Uh, it's up to you. You can do it. You don't have to do it, but you must be ready to do it if they issue an RFE or if they call for you in an interview. Even if it is EAD. Okay. Uh, and then Even after... If it's an EAD, yes. Only if it's EAD. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, so after the 180 days approval, you know, if, if what ha what if my old employer closes shop? Does that impact in any way? If, I, if this is oh. after I have moved over to EAD, to the new no, employer? It doesn't. It doesn't. Okay. Now, uh, the final one on the EAD is uh, title and pay for this new position is uh, pretty good. But this pay structure here is 70% of it will be on, you know, pay stubs, regular bi-weekly and the 30%, remaining 30% distributed as a quarterly bonus. Will that raise any issue? No. Okay. And then the final one, do I have to be careful about the EAD renewal? It's like, you know, do I have to start six months in advance? Do I need a lawyer for that or can I do it myself? I'm fine if you're doing by yourself. Okay. Thank you. So need Next person, please. Hi, Rahul. Um, my AB2 priority date from previous employer was current in June 2022. Can my new employer or myself file I-485? Uh, my previous employer said I don't have a bona fide job offer. Um, so they can't file it. So what are my options? Uh, repeat again. I'm sorry. I didn't pay attention. Yeah, my, uh, my AB2 priority date uh, from previous employer was current in June 2022. Mm -hmm. Can my new employer file I-485? Oh, new employer file 485? Yeah. What happened with the old employer? Uh, I not filing it? I the job. No, the new employer cannot file the 485. You need cooperation of the old employer to file the 485. Okay. Uh, what are the options for me? They said I don't have a job, uh, bona fide job offer for me. You don't have what? Bona fide job offer. First of all, yeah. you cannot file 485, period. You have to have, you have to, you can only file 485 if the company that has an I-140 is going to cooperate. Otherwise, you will have to start the labor certification again. 
Okay. 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 Next person, please. You don't have option there. Sentil. Hi, uh, Rahul. Uh, this is Sentil. So, uh, looking at the current uh, visa bulletin, uh, so what are the options, what, what are the possibility of EB1 retrogressing uh, for India? So, I'm in EB1C. Uh, my date is uh, August 5, 2022. 140 approved and uh, my case transferred to NBC and local office already, I believe. Um, so um, I saw that bulletin lab that came in today. There was a point that said, you know, the EB1, they have high demand. So uh, coming months, they'll have some option of, um, you know, going back. Hello? Just be on the line, Santin. Just be yeah. on the line. Sure, sure. Uh, I'm sorry for, uh, I got disconnected. Um, we got indication that the EB1C for China is going to retreat. Retrogress, but we are of no information that EB1 of India is going to retrogress. Is there a chance for it? Yes, there is a chance for it. Okay. Okay. Um, um, in other six, seven months or possibly in two, three months? You, you never know. You never know. You never know. The demand for EB1 has gone up significantly. And okay. the other thing is that the approval ratings of the EB1C are... E EB1 is all one category. There's no three categories for the purpose of the counting the numbers. The right. approval ratings of the EB1 in general have gone significantly higher. Significantly what higher. Used higher. Okay. Okay. So okay. yes, there is a chance that it may go back. Okay. Okay. Because the bulletin said, uh, you know, uh, it said uh, uh, it was necessary to uh, establish a worldwide employment status uh, uh, for both India and China. That's what I was, um, yeah. I, I'm looking at. There is a chance. In, yeah, there is a chance for it to go back for India too. Oh, okay. And what I saw, rest of world was a month ago, a month back, right? And they can, in fact, um, from November 1st, 2022. Uh, so um, do we foresee, if we, even if it goes back, it'll be just a month's time, uh, do we see, or is it go, you know, more No, than it doesn't. It, no, it may go for years, though. Oh, okay. It will not go by month. It's not like, okay, it will go by a month. No. It'll probably be 2020, 2021, okay. like that. Because most of the people who have filed are probably waiting for a long period of time. Gotcha. Okay. Next okay. person. Abhilash. Uh, hi, Rahul. This is Abhilash. This is regarding my wife's uh, H4 EAD auto extension. I have my new approval notice and uh, we are going to Cancun for uh, two nights and three day trip. Uh, I don't have a copy. I have colored Xerox copy. Does that work or for I-94 extension and how likely are the chances that uh, they will issue our new I-94? Well, well, why can't you get the original though? Yeah, original it's with my employer. So they mailed it, but uh, we are going by the time we are traveling, we we may not have it like it. Wow. Can somebody FedEx it? Yeah, they FedEx it, but it's coming on Friday sometime. We are Friday early. Can somebody FedEx it to you, to Mexico? Uh, to From here to Mexico... Uh, we are we are only there for a week and how uh, the shipping will be. So it's better to carry the original document. Yeah, it's better to carry the original document. Okay. Okay. So they will update the I ninety four most likely if we carry the original. Yes, they'll update the I ninety four. I mean, if there is a chance they may do it without it, but I don't like next person, please. AP. Okay. Next person. Yeah. Yeah. Hello. Hello, sir. Uh, so I have uh, two questions. So one is like, you know, I'm currently working with H1 uh, employer and uh, with them, I got a uh, green card EAD. And uh, mm -hmm. so uh, I just have a question that if I get a, a second job, right? Like, you know, uh, and with the green card EAD on W2, can I maintain H1B, you know, with one employer and kind of work with the like two jobs? 
Yeah, you can. Like it will not be revoked uh, my H1. Like if I continue with the second uh, job with, on W2, green card EADW2 and uh, the, uh, the first job with H1B. You can maintain both the things. You're fine. Okay. okay. And uh, regarding like, you know, when in time of green card, right? File Action filing date uh, during I-485, right? They won't be asking any question that, okay, why do you have a two W2, one in H1 and one in green card EAD, right? You have a green card EAD. You can have multiple EAD. Multiple yeah, because I'm, yeah, because I'm doing one job in H1 and second I job. Know in, it, the H1 is yeah. only for a piece of show for your employer that is working on it. Okay. So you okay. the 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 485 interview person will not have any problem for you working for two companies. Okay. So I still sustain H1B. Okay. And uh, uh, I didn't answer question, that question. I you I, I didn't said that what you said. I did not answer. I did not agree with what your sentence is. But I would say that you will not have any problem in getting the green card. Yeah. My only concern is that will my H1 be uh, still active? Uh, that's the only concern I have. Like, I don't, I should, you can make it active by going to Mexico and coming back if you need to. Okay. But technically, why do you need H1B? I don't understand. Yeah, it's just because as a backup plan, because in case 485 get rejected, you know, at least I have something to uh, go back, right? Uh, if I get 485, I would, it, people say, you yeah, know, like but there's if not... there is a problem with the, if there's a problem with the H1B, your 485 will be a problem too. That's what happens with the FDNS visit some of times with the H1B extension where the problem comes in, that pokes into the green card, but they won't tell you that. But anyway, okay. uh, you can activate your H1B even if there is any problem. We're just going to Mexico and coming back, okay? If ever it comes to that stage. Any more questions? Yeah, so second question is like, my parents uh, last time, like during COVID, they had an extension of one year. Yeah. Uh, now they are already here. So I want to apply one more extension or, you know, is it I a good idea to not apply one more? I would recommend, it's not, no, sir, it's not a good idea for you to apply. Or should I go to okay. Canada or Jamaica and come back? No, sir, don't do that. Don't do that. Okay. Don't make them stay here for more than six months. Next person, please. Thank you so much. Rikant. Hey, hi, hello, Ramgar. Uh, hi, this is Rikant. So I filed my 485 in uh, December 2021, EB2 straight, and the, my priority date is like uh, May 2nd, 2013. And uh, I attended an interview in Tampa local field office. And uh, immediately after the interview, so the interviewer said uh, the visas are exhausted for this fiscal year and he, they didn't, uh, they cannot issue the GC and uh, immediately after two, three days, uh, my 485J got approved. Even I, one more thing I want to tell you, I don't have EB3, I-140 and uh, if I change the employer and join any new employer, it's already past 180 days. So do my new employer need to file 485 immediately considering my priority at 2013, now it is in 2011. Or I can when do you it say later. 485, 485 or 485J? 485J approved and 485 is pending, even though I completed my interview. So so when you say that you when you move to the new employer, you said should the new employer file the 485? J. So 485. So they need J. to okay. they, they don't need to file 485J immediately. Only immediately. when there is an R, yeah, they don't they are in you are in no rush to do this. Oh, no rush to do it. And uh, we can do it once our date is current or close. We can submit it, right? To your Yes, you're right. Or if there is an RFE or if there is another interview, you can do it. 
right now there is no need for you to submit a 485 okay Yeah, and uh, this 540 days i can work uh, behind this uh, ead uh, expiry date right is it permanent uh, i can rely on that and change the employer or is it temporarily they are giving this 540 no no it's not day. temporary it's not a temporary it's a permanent okay so thank you thank you rahul thank you very much yes, next person please i don't know if trump comes back what will happen Hi, this is Jaswant. Uh, I have a question. Like, uh, my wife entered US on H one and H uh, four. Sorry, my wife entered US on H four and uh, she got H one approved now. Both H H four extension and H one approved on the same date. So, okay, what's your question? So, which status she will be there? Yeah, I don't know why they do on the same day. Um, let, which status you want right now? How to be? I want she. Uh, I want like H one. H1B. Well, she's an H1B right now. Oh. Since approved on the same day, you can pick your choice. Okay. So, do okay. I need to retain like H4 or withdraw H4 or I don't can... withdraw the H4? Keep it. Keep it. If tomorrow, someday, you want her to move to H4, she can just go to Mexico and come back. Okay. Otherwise, you'll have to file the entire H4 application. So, so, so she can now apply for the SSN and everything, and she can work start working, right? Yeah, absolutely, she can. Yeah. Next Thanks. person, please. Prashanti, we can't hear you, Prashanti. Are you able to hear me now? Yes. Yes, ma'am. Well, oh, hi. hi, Rahul. So, uh, I have like a few questions. So, I was on H four, and my husband got his GC approved. Mm-hmm. I got my EAD and AP, but my IAT four is still pending. So now, if I, I want my H two four, did you say I H two four? Did you say I H two four is pending? I four eighty five. Okay, your four eighty five is pending. Okay. Yeah, yeah, four eighty five is pending. So now, if I want to travel to India on AP, would there be any issue? Your husband got the green card, but they didn't approve your green card, and you want to travel on there. I don't see any problem whatsoever at all for you to travel and come back in advance. As long as you're married with this guy, you're good. Okay, and also like if if he plans to change his employer and like Absolutely if I get absolutely not a problem. Absolutely not a problem for you. But you may want to consider, ma'am. Okay, uh, Sri, uh, 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 do you have the video that if the main applicants get the green card and the dependent don't get the green card, do you have the video with you? Give it a no, link, yeah, or you can do. Yes, Rahul, I'll do. Do you have it? Yeah, I have. Like, yeah, I, I want you to watch. This, so. Yeah, you may want to fill the fill the information Google sheet that we provide there, ma'am. And then what we will do is probably what we'll do is. we will conduct a zoom conference call for you separately to answer because right now the priorities are going back so yeah, how long you're going to stay in this adjustment of status maybe it's worth for you to get a green card by filing an i130 in the consular process okay so okay. is that the f2 f2a that you are saying you're absolutely right Okay, and like, would traveling to India have any impact on the F two A application? Process? No, you're going to fi- you're going to file the four eight five. You're you're not going to file the four eight five. You're going to file the consular processing. Your traveling will not have any negative impact. Go have a nice vacation, man. Okay, and one more question is like, uh, while I'm on my like I four eighty five is pending, and if I get a RFE on that, and if my husband changes his employer, like, would not it a be problem? Any- no okay. problem, man. Next, pe- next person, okay. please. Thank you already asked that. Arif, Arif Sharif. Uh, hello, Rahul sir. Uh, few months ago, I still have uh, EB three pending. I four EB five and EB two. My EB three, I withdraw it back in March 2022. The I one forty because of now the with the visa bulletin 
showing a little bit of the last minute in EV2. My priority date is August 2012. Uh, can I again, what do you recommend? Should I again file another I-140 under EV3 as well, which I actually why did you withdraw the EB? Why did you withdraw the EB three? Well, they asked me for an employment verification letter back from DRD or Hyderabad, uh, but the manager that worked for me and the HR back then, I was having difficulty getting an employment verification letter from them. So did my you, my lawyer, did, did you get it now? Uh, yes, I just got from an old colleague that used to work there. Yeah, it's up to you. You can refile it. Yeah, it's up to you though. But <laughs> this EB2, EB3 is going to go like Los Angeles lanes. Okay, I've been telling about it. Um, so you never know which one will go when you do this and you do interfile. EB2 may move forward, or EB3 may move backward. Okay. So, I mean, with you, I mean, should I expect any kind of uh, RFE if I ask my lawyer to fill? Uh, Packet with all the documents necessary, and then maybe I mean I'll get an. You never know. Then... You never know. File it. I mean, you can try your luck. You can try your luck. Having an I one forty approval in EB three won't harm you. You can use it and not use it if you don't want to. Okay, but is that is that that's not going to impact with uh, my already approved I one forty under EB two background? No, that should that should, that should not. Next person. Please. Okay. Naveen. Hi, hi Rahul. Uh, this is Naveen here. Um, I've got some consultation in the past with you. So my priority date uh, is 2014 December um, and I had EB2 and I downgraded to EB3. I have my 140 and AP and everything approved. Uh, my wife's priority date is 2012 February um, and uh, when uh, she, she moved the company so uh, we filed her labor and everything. And she has a 140 and everything approved as well. We, we are still current now. And I know now everybody knows the dates retrogress now. Is there anything? There is two more weeks time. We got the receipt number for 485J. Is there anything we can do to expedite or um, have them a visa number allocated, Rahul? Um, what do you mean 485J? Uh, so you, if you remember, you, you I mean, filed again, 485. Did you, wait, wait, wait. Did you... Did you file a separate 485 for your wife? No, uh, they, they recommended uh, doing an interfile and not a 485, separate 485 application. Who, reco um, who recommended interfiling? I, I know, I, it's, it is a debate. They were not agreeing to uh, file a new application. That is the consultation I had with you at the time. Unfortunately, uh, Amazon does not let go with the third party attorneys too. So uh, we thought we'll just but go with- Why uh, did you, tell, why no did you tell them you have an why did you have to tell them that you have another 485 application? Uh, so they, they asked if I have APEAD and she also has APEAD and uh, you don't have to answer. You don't have to answer that question to them. I don't know why you answered, but anyway, yeah, uh, uh, it's very unlikely that you can expedite the matter. I don't know how to do it. Okay. Even okay. if you find uh, it, it will take approximately 60 days. So that's going to be tough. Okay. Uh, I mean, they won't, they so that is 60 days, so the prior date is not correct. Got it. That is a suing option. You know, I know you suggested me at the time, you know, if by the end of December we don't get it, we can pursue that option. That is the same option you're talking about now, right? Yeah. And one last question. And uh, both applications are, I have EB3 uh, approval and hers is EB2. Um, I know EB3 dates are right now still um, 
she's still currently in EB3. Is there any, should should we downgrade or should we just uh, leave the interfile as is or should we find another <laughs> interfile to downgrade? Uh, <laughs> check, check. We, uh, yeah, it's up to you if you want. The question is, okay. So you are just, I don't know what you're doing. You're just banging your head on a car. It won't do any good for your headache for sure. Okay. And there's nothing the I can do. Moving. Sorry, the car is moving. I'm not, I'm not banging my head, but <laughs> yeah. No, I'll, no, no, I'll I'm not saying, no, 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 I did not oh, see okay. you, sir. No, that's not what I meant to say. Okay. I was just generally in telling, I was just generally telling that if you bang your head on the car, it doesn't, it doesn't clear your headache. So what okay. you're trying to do is, I don't know what the Amazon is trying to do. They should have just refiled enter for it for application. That would have been easier right now. Then it would have been a different story. Right now, yeah, you can downgrade and make it ready and see. I mean, that, you can try your luck, okay? Okay. Thanks, Raul. Thank you. Appreciate it. Next person. Lily? Hi, um, this is Lily. Um, my question is regarding the 485Js. We were on EB2 for a long time since priority date to uh, June 2012. And then... Um, uh, 2020, we applied uh, on the downgrade EB3. Uh, last Feb, we did I-485J to EB2, but that is not approved. So what status are we on now, EB3 or EB2, when the 485J is not approved? It just says fees were waived. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. So what I would definitely do right now is to see if your green card gets approved. And what is your priority date you said? June 12th, 2012. So we just became, I mean, by the December bulletin, we are current in EB3. So I'm like, I don't even know if we are on EB3 or EB2 now. I don't even know. I don't even know. So the best thing right now is to file a 485J for EB3 right now. And then tell the USCIS to adjudicate. And maybe you should sue the USCIS after you file the 485J. Okay. So why, um, suing is in, why suing is important for you is, who knows if this date goes back? If this date goes back, who knows it may take 10 years for you to get current. I do. Yeah, I do agree with that. The right option is to sue. So in between, it might be a good idea to do 485J for 485J. Yes, yes. And uh, you can EB3. contact Stephen. Yeah, you can contact Stephen Brown. Just Stephen okay. at rnlawgroup.com and he'll speak with you though. Okay. Okay. But file the 485J supplement first. Okay. All right. Thank Next you. Next person, please. Look. One second. <clears throat> Navigate to Sabine Park. Sorry, go ahead, guys. Loka, Swati. Yes. Uh, hi, Rahul. Um, I got my green card. It's been four months, but my spouse's application is still pending. And um, I'm planning to change the job now. And if my employer withdraws the application, does it affect his 485? No. But I want you to watch the video. My colleague is going to give it to you. You may want to... What is your priority date? October 2014. I want you to file an I-130 for him, ma'am, okay? I want you to watch okay. this video, fill the Google sheet. The reason is that we don't know it's going to take one year, two years, 10 years, 20 years for your husband to get a green card, okay? Okay. We don't okay. know. Okay. So, so I-130 is the fastest, okay. I-130, I'm not telling it's fastest. Who knows? 
it may become current for you next month i cannot tell it but this will be an alternative thing if you don't get the if he doesn't get the green card in two years he's going to get it through this month okay so in i130 yes i got it in i130 it's asking five year employer history so if i change the job within four you, months of getting you it, you you are working at mcdonald's flipping the burger it doesn't matter okay ma'am yes it doesn't matter it doesn't matter even if i change the primary employer uh Uh, and like is my status in a jeopardy or uh, you know should I, can i continue working because i already have a valid h1 did you ever an f1 i was but my uh, f1 was exp- um, expired in 2020 i mean i was a student when i came to us and then i got my I got h1 approved so there are three ways of correcting it okay the best thing i think so is that you just go to mexico you have a, your h1 the starting is not expired is it right no it's until next april 23 i would just go to mexico have a margarita and come back okay so i mean there are other different I mean, ways <laughs> there are other different ways but i don't know how they they're going to backfire if they backfire what's going to happen i don't know if you file a change of status then you can't technically be working right now which yeah. you are and mm-hmm. if you go to cbp they may even arrest you who knows hey you are not supposed to work you even though it's our mistake you are not supposed to work you work so we'll let so to cut all the bullshit though simple mm-hmm. thing go to mexico have a nice margarita and come back okay so can i do okay. that by road or do i have to take a flight no take a flight because they're telling that they may give you they may not give it to you i want you to take a flight and go have a nice margarita okay. there okay yeah all and uh, and can i continue working until this is fixed or should i stop working let's say there are certain things i cannot answer it and then you need to get it by that mm-hmm. and i'm not going to answer you you okay. get it or you don't get it if no, you don't get it you make a 400 dollar appointment i'll make you okay you should get it next uh, person can you repeat can you repeat what you said i mean uh... there are certain things i cannot answer the questions okay it's better that i don't answer the question and i'm not going okay. to answer the question to you for a, some technical reasons and you should guess what i would do if i were you next person please Jagannath hello Rahul sir uh, Jagannath here uh, so my question is that currently i am in h1b and uh, i got laid off so uh, in the meantime i got one consulting so they did my transfer and uh, yeah the transfer got approved and after that i got a full time job offer so my question is that uh, so can i join this uh, consulting company while my h1b transfer with uh, full time employer is uh, going on or what, what so will happen if it is rejected uh, the transfer for the full time so you have a h1b with a particular company and you yeah, apply right. for two h1bs at the same time 
Uh, no, the, uh, when I got laid off, uh, so one of the I found one consulting company and they did my H1B transfer that got approved. Okay. After that, I got one full time offer. So right. they they are uh, doing my LCA transfer. So the question is that if I join this uh, consulting company, consulting com yeah. Uh -huh. So uh, for some reason, if the uh, that full uh, the full time offer full -time. got rejected then mm -hmm. uh, what, uh so can i join the consulting company and start working or not it's already approved for the consulting companies right yeah it's it's already approved yes you absolutely can start working and if by any chance the full-time h1b gets approved then you have an option of either working for the full-time company or continue working for the consulting company if okay, the full-time so gets rejected you just continue working for the consulting company okay so you are suggesting that wait for the full-time to approve then decide which one you are going to take because if i join this contract then i could not join the full-time right well let me ask you this question so when when did you when did you get laid off uh, i got laid off in september uh, 30th september 30th and they're going to file it before november 30th yeah so that's what they are they are telling uh, because they are working on the lca so even if you join this company, why can't you join the full-time company though? Leave this uh, consulting company and join the full-time once uh, H1B is approved. But uh, I mean, so today I had uh, the consulting from one of your attorney from your side. So, but the, they suggested that if for some reason, if the full, uh, full, uh, full-time one, it got rejected, then I could not come back and work for the consulting because already, I mean, I mean uh, my 60 degrees period is started. I am not get understand why you cannot come back to the consulting company you have h1b okay. approval since you have h1b approval yeah but the told that yeah go ahead yeah since you have the h1b approval what's the problem for you so today they, they, so today they mentioned that if i work with the full time with the receipt since already i started uh, with the receipt so they need a transfer from the full time to the consulting again that needs to be approved if i have to come back and work for the consulting no, that's sir. what no sir no sir no sir that's not right as long as it's approved you can come back to the consulting company and work for them if they don't withdraw it okay so you are saying that uh, okay so the advice is go and work for the full time if that got rejected, I can come back and work for the consulting without any transfer because it's already approved, right? That is right, sir. Okay, so that is your advice, right? Yeah, okay, yes. thank you. Next person, please. AD? This will be the last person, guys. Go ahead. Yeah, uh, my question is, uh, if, like a first person what is ask if uh, working on EAD and if uh, want to change the status to H1B again, uh, and with without visa stamp, uh, but with the valid I-94, can it be done? Yes, it can be done. Going into the Mexico and coming back, right? You're right, Mexico. We, got okay. us, we call it as Margarita switch. Cool, cool. thank you. Okay, next person, please. Uh, Ram, uh, Ram uh, last person. Uh, yeah. This will be the last person. Sorry about that. Hello, uh, Raghul, sir. So, uh, so uh, I, I was with the employer, eh, and they filed my EB2 and they downgraded my petition to one uh, EB3 in October, 2020. I received my EAD and I changed the, to the employer B in 2022, uh, 20, the April. So on H1B, mm -hmm. so I transferred, I didn't use my EAD and uh, they also filed my 485J and the filing mm -hmm. receipt date was June 2nd. And uh, I got laid off from the employer B and end of August. 
So mm-hmm. and after that, I started searching for a job. And uh, during my job search, I find I found out a consultant company who said they will file 485J. So they filed the 485J mm-hmm. uh, and I got the receipt, but uh, I didn't get any consulting uh, job offer. So I was keep searching and I got a full-time offer. So now, now mm-hmm. I joined a full-time job with using my EAD. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, the consultant company filed the 485J and got the receipt, but I didn't join that company. So now when I talk to my lawyer where I joined, uh, so they said... The consulting uh, company. The no, consulting company. No, the, the full-time company. So Full-time so, company. Okay, keep going. I joined the full-time company and uh, now they I was working with them to just uh, file the 485J and, uh, and they said uh, I, uh, I should not uh, file multiple 485J within six months. And uh, now my green card application is in risk uh, risky situation and they are asking me to go back to the consulate company to revoke 485J. Uh, no, there is no need for that. There is no six months rule at all. I don't know why they are asking that thing. That's not a good rule. I don't know where they are coming up with that rule. Yeah, it's it's a it's a yeah, but it's a big company. It's a Terra Data, and uh, the lawyer said. Uh, no, I disagree asked, with them. Okay, should I have to ask the company, the consular company, to revoke the four eighty five J, or what I should do because they, they should are, not withdraw it. They should okay. not withdraw it. That's not a good option. Okay. So uh, is it okay to file the 485J uh, with a new com- full-time employer without any there is no there? need. There is no need for you to file it right now. You can just file it at a later date. Okay. Okay. So they are in you process file, now. And then, yeah. I don't have a problem if you file it. I don't have a problem if you don't file it also. Either way, you're fine. Okay. Okay. Because the, okay. And, uh, and also they are saying, okay, I'm planning to travel in December and now my green card uh, priority days become current in December to buy today's uh, visa bulletin. My priority days is April 2012. So mm-hmm. now they are mm-hmm. saying uh, with this current condition, you have multiple 485J and you are traveling and we are not at file 485J. Uh, you are in risk. Like if there is, uh, there is a good no, risk. I, disagree. I don't find any risk in it at all. Okay. And, I don't see uh, any problem in it. They are asking me to file for H one B to be on safer side, and now I'm not sure. I lost my H one B. No, because you should. You should. You cannot file H one B because you you did not maintain the H one B status. I don't know what they are telling. It's all, everything is wrong according to the books. Okay. 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 So. Okay. Then. So, thank you. Okay. Okay. So thanks a lot. Yeah. If you want, you can have a consultation. Thank you. Uh, the next conference call will be tomorrow uh, at uh, tomorrow at eleven thirty. Guys, thank you for coming in. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information, or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.